So I think it's important that um, it shouldn't just be social media. That shouldn't be the only method that we're having these conversations because a lot of times it gets lost, right? And people don't understand the context and um, it gets lost. I mean, uh, but ultimately, um, you don't have to agree with stance, right? I don't have to agree with how somebody, you know, stands up for what they believe in. I don't even have to agree with what they believe in. Right. But shouldn't it be the decent thing to still have respect for one another? Listen, I respect vegans and vegetarians, <laughs> yes. but I enjoy a good steak oh, and I, I enjoy some good wings. Oh, yes. So that's the thing is we're, <laughs> we're always going to have differences <laughs> of opinion. But it what's so challenging and I think what, it, you know, inflames people, I guess, is the fact that we should be able to agree on issues that affect all of humanity. Yeah. The the fact that we can is like, really? Hmm. Like we can't agree on on this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we can't agree that obviously all lives matter. Yeah. Like do we even have to say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's that sort of stuff. But, you know, and getting back to, you know, kind of what we're, we're, what we're talking about, like, where is the association with um, because I, I think one of the issues that made what Kaepernick did um, such a big issue is that he did it during a particular point in time. Yeah. Right. Um, during the singing of the Star Spangled Banner. Yes. Which is our national anthem, which was written by Francis Scott Key right here, mm-hmm. you know, in Baltimore, in, Baltimore, in, the, in the harbor, you know, uh, when he was negotiating, I think, uh, the release of some hostages, you know, yeah, during, during, during the, the last days of the war. Yeah, 1812. Yep. So many people don't even know the full lyrics to that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most people would really just stop at the home of the brand, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and we're applauding and, you know, if you're at a really good game, you go, you get the fighter jets fly over. Right. And then it's like, we're, we're let's go. Yep. You know, we're pumped at that point. Do you mind if I take a minute just to read? Please do. Please do. All right. So the third verse says, and where's the band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion a home and a country should leave us no more. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star spangled banner in triumph doth wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. Here's, <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song that we sing Granted, we don't sing that verse. Right. But it's still the song. It's still the song. It's still the song, yeah. It's still the song. We it's sing still this. the intent of the man it's, who wrote it, too. It, that was his heart. Yes. Now, he maybe, I don't know, I don't know if he, you know, changed his perspective. Maybe he was reformed. In, I don't know. Yeah. But at the time, we, that that was it. This is our national anthem of this great nation. It's our, it's our national anthem. It just is what it is. Yeah. And it specifically says that it has that part in there about hirings and slaves, no one being able to save them. Yeah. In other words, if you're fighting against this nation as a hiring, or slave, you're, you're good as dead. Yeah. Um, this is a song that sang um, in every sports arena before every game that we watch. Mm-hmm. And these athletes 
white, black, red, yellow, brown, whatever. Yeah. And listen, I'm not, please don't, don't put words into my mouth here when you listen to this. I'm just stating that this is the song that we sing. We don't have a problem with these athletes entertaining us. Yep. But we're singing a song that literally within the last hundred years, if you were black and you looked at somebody wrong, mm-hmm. you could be hanging from a tree. Yeah. No repercussions, no nothing, mm-hmm. just nothing. So it's like, and we can't listen to people when they have something to say because we still have work to do. Sure, we've made progress, but we're not at the finish line yet. No There's one, still no work close. to do. Yep. So don't get upset with people when they're using the platform, by the way, that you gave them. Yeah, yeah. You gave, you gave them that platform. Yep. What do you expect them to do with it? Some of us have their jerseys. So you like him on the field, but you don't like what he has to say off the field? I know the answer to that question because yeah. I'm sure people <laughs> were burning Kaepernick jerseys they and were. burning LeBron's jerseys. They people were. burn LeBron's yeah. jersey just for leaving Cleveland. Yeah, every other year, pretty much. <laughs> people yeah. are so stupid. People are stupid, man. But <laughs> we're, mm. we're, we're such emotional creatures. Yeah. But we're emotional about the wrong things. Yeah. This is stuff that we, sh- we should all be passionate about the same thing. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we're not. And, you know, going back to that situation where I was asked about Kaepernick when we were going to this church, never given the voice. They, I was asked the question. Mm-hmm. Nobody really wanted to know the answer. Mm. So just like it's shut up and dribble today for us then in 2016, going to that church, it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. You know, shut up and greet somebody at the door, mm. you know, or something of that nature. And the thing is, is that while it's not said, and I can't speak to the intention of, of somebody's hearts, I'm not saying that they ever said this, but being one of the minorities in that church, it was no issue for you that I was black right. at that church because I, I added some color <laughs> to, yeah. the, to the church. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So my race was embraced at that particular point it in was. time. But any issues, positive or negative, mainly negative that came to me as a result of my race was not something that we wanted to tackle. Mm. So I wasn't really your, your brother. I was your brother as, as, as much as I was beneficial to you. With strings attached. Correct. Right. And that's just awful. It's not the way it should be. Um, and I have, I have many thoughts on that. <laughs> um, we've talked about it a lot, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry that, that you went through that. And, and I know you've gone through a lot of situations and I, I know that I don't have to apologize for that, yeah. but truly like that breaks my heart awesome. for you. It does. Um, I love you and I love your family. And I know I, I just, I almost to a point where I'm like ready to fight. No, <laughs> Cause no. I am. Cause I am that. I, and I trust yeah. me, I'm not just saying that. Like no, I am no, like no, we're no. family and that like that hurts. Yeah. That's messed up. That hurts. Yeah. It doesn't even hurt me anymore. For me, I, I you know, I, I now I feel sorry for people because I'm like, man, you, you really just don't see the forest for the trees. It's like yeah. the privilege that you have, you have, you literally have the privilege to step back in where you should be a mediator because it doesn't affect you. You're an instigator. I think we could all agree that uh, while we don't do it all the time, uh, we shouldn't allow our differences to dictate how we treat people. Yeah. Right. And I think it's especially true, uh, like as a Christian, right. Especially, but we shouldn't allow our opinions or stances, political affiliations. That's a huge one. Mm -hmm. uh, Or even religion or wherever you are social economically to dictate 
and keep us from from loving our neighbor, right? That's what it's about, loving people, loving your neighbor. Um, because loving your neighbor looks like respecting them as a human being. You know, yeah, so good. Oh. So good. So it good. means respecting yeah. them as a human. That, that's loving, right? And you've talked about this. You can't truly love someone until you know their truths. And, and mm. you, so, like, for me... I, in 2016, I didn't love Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Yeah, he's not like my next door neighbor. I get right. that. But like, I'm supposed to love him. Mm. Like, I'm called to love him. Mm-hmm. Right. And as a decent human being, I should love him. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't need God to tell me to love him. Right. He does. Right. But I should know. Right. That that's what I should do. Right. right. So, but because I wasn't willing to understand um, and, and learn his truths, I wasn't loving him. I was rejecting him. I was hating him, right? Mm. Um, so, I mean, regardless of the way people look or talk or believe, um, it's not going to be the same as you all the time. So I think it's important to love them. And as a Christian, I want to remind you, if you're a Christian out there, I want to remind you of Jesus' response to the question, what is the greatest commandment, right? He was asked this. Mm. It's in Matthew 22, 36 to 39. So I'm going to read it. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Mm. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And I think that many times as Christians, we're really good about loving God, but we forget to love our neighbor. Mm. Right? Because it's, it's, it's so much more than just saying you love someone. Right, everybody will just throw love around, and love is not being kind. No, right? You right. cut me off in traffic, and and I refrain from flipping you off. <laughs> yeah, oh, I loved you. I, love I gave you, you so much <laughs> grace. Could you? Yeah, stop. It's so much more than that. Yeah, it's it's a choice. It's in it, it's it's how you treat someone, right? Because our actions show it more. Your actions will truly show if there's actually love in your heart. Mm. But notice that Jesus said to love your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. right? So will we talk to ourselves the same way that we talk to people who have a different opinion than we do? Mm. Right. So like the, the things that we say to each other on social media, uh, the, the, the things that we say under our breath, the things that we say in private about people, like would we want mm. those things to be said to us? Mm. If the answer is no, if it would be hurtful and you don't want that for yourself, then you're not loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And would you say those things if Jesus was sitting right next to you mm. in bodily form? Right. Would you t- would you say those things to Jesus? Because right. oftentimes he's probably disagreeing with you. Yes. You gonna say that to him? That's big. That right there. That's a big one. Oh man. But this is what this is what we do. I and I, look, I'm guilty of this. So when when I say as Christians, I'm I'm talking to myself as well. There are often times where I I'm good about loving God, or at least trying to love God in the way that I should love God. Right. Because mm. a lot of times I love my sin more than I love God. That's but, true. We all do. Yes. But that one is easy to check off the list. Like, okay, I can, I can love God, and I know that he, he saved me, and I love him, but it's harder for, for me to love my neighbor. It's harder for everyone to love because there are going to be people that look, talk, think, believe differently than you do. And how do we deal with that out of love and not out of disrespect? Because most of the time... It's out of disrespect. Yeah. Now, some people are listening to this and you're really good at, at, at responding in love and please keep that up and please teach us how to do that because that's important. But I, I, what I've seen in myself and on social media and a lot of experiences I have had, it's not been 
out of love. And I would even say too, out of the experience you just talked about, it wasn't out of love. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't out of respect to you as a parent. It wasn't out of respect to you as a black man. It was not out of love. It was already out of, this is what I believe. Mm. You're wrong. I'm going to try to show you the mm. right way. Mm. The yeah. question of, how do you feel about Kaepernick? I've already given you my answer. And by the way, that's the correct answer. And I want to hear your answer now right. to see if it's correct. That's not love. Right. It's not. Yeah. And I think they actually, you know, were looking for me to justify their feelings on it. Cause again, yeah, my, my, I felt like at least in that situation that because we were going, you know, to these churches where everybody didn't, didn't look the same, that at least the thought process is, well, you at least think the same. Right. Yeah. And that's why, why that's why I can accept you. Mm-hmm. That's why you're here. That's why you're paid on staff because yeah. you think like me in everything. Yeah. Because we don't differ on anything. Right. We, you know, if I if I bring up if I if I hold up a card and say, "What do you see?" We see the same picture in that ink block. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, because if we ever don't think the same, then uh, now I gotta I gotta decide whether or not I really actually love you. Yeah. Because I do love God. Yeah. Right. And so I determine whether or not I love you by judging whether or not I feel like you love God. Yeah. And so if you don't love God the way I love God and mm. see things the way I see things, and if you don't perceive God's word the way I perceive God's word, you're wrong. I'm right. Me and God are tight. It's my duty to now go at you and correct you. Yeah. Wow. And so I don't have to love you because now you're an enemy of God. Right. Mm. And I, I'm, I'm on God's good side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so now I got to set you straight because you're looking at this wrong. Wow. So all love's out the window. Now I got to get you straight. Right. When you start acting right, then I'll love you. Yeah. And oh, by the way, if I don't knock you upside your head, that's love. Because <laughs> yeah. you're the wrong. Tough love, and I right? really should be going upside yeah. your head right now. Yeah. yeah that's it, that's that's the sense we take. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and I, I have to, I I scratch my head uh, at the comment of you should be teaching your children to not see color, but to to see themselves as a Christian. It's like, why can't it be both? It is both, right? It like, is both. And again, but why does it have to be? Why is that two opposite things? It almost, it, I, I know it's not this, but it almost sounds like there is no color if you're a Christian, right? Because they divided that out like a separate thing. But guess what? There is. Well, we know that in Christ, right? We know yeah. that. We we know in Christ that there is no no Jew, no Gentile, or Greek. Sure. Like, yeah. Okay. But to be honest with you. To be perfectly honest with you, Dan, that's Christianity, you know, 201. Mm-hmm. That's the meat. Yeah. We're still drinking formula here because yeah. a lot of people <laughs> can't even get to that point because yeah. we don't get the the love your love the Lord God and the love your neighbor as yourself right. part. So we can't even start to get to the point yeah. where, oh, really, you know, in Christ, we don't have all of these things. But in the world, we do. Yeah. And we live in that world. And so many of us have carnal mind states. Yeah. Because most of us, I don't want to say most, a lot of us mm-hmm. are not Christians. We're patriots who claim to know Christ. Ooh. And it's backwards. It should be yeah. for God and country. Yes. And the moment the country stops following God, I have to disassociate from the country. Yes. Yep. But it's, it's not like that. No. Oftentimes it's land first. And I've got God on my side because as yeah. long as I'm, you know, as long as I've got this, as long as I'm saying Christ. Yeah. I'm good. I don't have to listen to what he says. I don't have to live my life according to his laws, his principles, precepts, and his kingdom. Right. I'm just going to claim them. Yeah. And that's what you see right now with a, 
you know, the whole Trump Biden thing. The Bible is very clear on what we should believe, but it doesn't teach you to tell you how to vote. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? That's true. And so you can't you literally can't as a Christian say, I don't want to say you can't there because there's there's obviously some you, you have to vote based on your convictions. Right. right. Um, one of my posts the other day actually was as I was thinking about this mm-hmm. was um, by all means vote. Yeah. Just don't expect any candidate to usher in laws that are reflective of his kingdom. Right. Because that change happens first in our hearts. Yes. Second in our homes and perhaps in our heartland. Yes. But we can't claim Christ and idolize Caesar. Right. Which is what we do. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm Christ all the way. Oh, and and this candidate is is that's God's man. And right. it's it's yeah. no, he's yeah. not. Yeah. He's a sinner like you and I. Yeah. Right? Yep. Who, even if he had complete authority to bring in laws, which he doesn't, he wouldn't because he's a sinner. Yeah. He would bring in what he thought was right. And because he's not Christ, it's not going to be right. It's not going to be just. It's not going to be perfect. Better for you, maybe. Mm -hmm. But not perfect. Yeah. So, again, it's like it's like we can't be the Hebrews living under Roman law, you know, talking about we believe in God and listening to the prophets and all that. And then, you know, saying, hell, Caesar. Right. Thinking Caesar's going to do something for the Hebrews, you know, or, or the yeah. Jews. <laughs> like, yeah. stop, come on, man. Like, no, it, it, it just, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. We can't be, you know, the Israelites, you know, worshiping Pharaoh. Oh, Pharaoh's going to, he's, but we know we're going to do it. Yeah. And I think, too, there's a huge disconnect when it comes to America in particular, because from the beginning of the birth of America, it was one nation under God, right? So there was, there is still this perception that this is a Christian nation, right? This is a Christian country. And we know that that's not true. We know that while it was the intention of the founding fathers to, uh, to revere or have reverence for God, Mm. um, there were a lot of things going on before we became a nation, and even after, for far too long, that were not God's way. And I just want to point out that the nations under God were not added to the Pledge of Allegiance until 1954. Yeah. So we yeah. might have been founded on that, but yeah. it wasn't until 1954 that that was the the words, the literal words under God, was added to the Pledge of Allegiance. Wow. So again, we are a we are a country that. I believe many of us do yeah. love the Lord. We we want to have, you know, God in and, and around and involved. Um, but all too many times, because we're not a nation of prayer, yeah, we miss God's heart. Mm. And so that we're we're putting too much of ourselves in there. You know, we're bickering and arguing and fighting and saying that we're one nation under God. If we literally were a nation under God, you know, there would be we wouldn't be having this conversation. Make sure that nation is your household, literally, because I can't be good to my countrymen unless I'm good in my home. That's right. God is the God of my home. I'll tell you, like Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So in the Howard home. Yeah. My wife, myself, our children, it's that's happening there. Right. And then we can take it out to to everybody else. And God's got to start. He's got to keep, you know, working on our on our hearts, um, you know, with that. And I and I pray that that if you're not a Christian, come to know Christ. Um, you know, he's listen, this world is going to heck and a help in a handbasket fast. Um, and if you don't know him, you, you're going to you, you're going to lose out because um, he's our only hope. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Well, this is this is a heavy one. Um, and I think uh, we could continue this conversation. We might might circle around back to this because I think it's um, obviously the the what's happening uh, with the response to athletes is something that's going to continue. It just will. It, it will until our hearts change, until we decide um, that regardless of what uh, someone believes, I'm still going to um, value them as a human being and love them. Mm. I don't have to agree with what they're doing, but saying things like, you're an athlete that you're paid to, to play basketball, just shut up and dribble. It's just wrong. Cause what you're trying to tell what it seems like is you're saying that that person isn't actually a person. They're an athlete. You Correct. exist solely to play this game for me to watch. And the moment you step outside of that, I'm done with you. Correct. And you insert anyone into that scenario. If you treat someone like they only have value to you as, as long as they agree with you, Man, it's just messed up because not everyone's going to agree with you. Not everyone's going to have the same beliefs or opinions, religions, political affiliations as you, and it should not keep you from loving them, and it doesn't make them any less valuable just because they don't look like you. There's a commandment, though. Um, we, we are commanded as Christians to love our enemies. Yeah. You know, the Bible even goes so far as to say, you know, it's easy to love those that love you. But you don't have the heart of God until you love those who seemingly don't love you or those who are your enemy. Um, Word of God tells us that while we were yet in sin, Christ died for us. Yeah, we were literally his enemies sinning against Mm -hmm. him. And he still chose to to love us enough to give his life for us. Yeah. You know, John 316 for God so loved the world, not for God so loved the Christian. Or for God so loved those that he knew would make a choice for him, Mm. for those that would follow him, for those that would do everything right. Yeah. He loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. God is showing us that if you want to be Christ like, you have to extend love to your enemies. And oftentimes, unfortunately, we wrongly describe our enemies as people who we have disagreements with. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Dude. You like the flat part of the wing for crying out loud. <laughs> but you know what? But you're the furthest thing from my enemy. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm starting to come around to the drum. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to lie because as soon as I... I'll, I'll, I've been praying for you. <laughs> it's working because as soon as I... Uh, as soon as I made that claim that, um, you know, I'm all flats, which would work out perfectly for us if we got wings together because we could just divvy them up. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I recently on Sunday, I made some wings for the for the Ravens game. And, uh, and then I ate, so actually today I ate some leftover wings, um, and I had mostly drums left over and I was like, man, these are, these are good. I'm getting a lot of meat here. Like, this is good. Like, why did I hate on these? Uh, Like, so I'm coming around to that, but I I see what you're saying. Like, just because we have different, you know, you like this, I like that. It doesn't mean we're enemies. No, not at all. Yeah, and really, we shouldn't seek to be enemies with people either. Like, I shouldn't seek. If I'm a Republican, I shouldn't say a Democrat's the enemy. If I'm a Democrat, I shouldn't say a Republican's the enemy. You, there's two different political, and there's multiple political beliefs. But here, of the two major parties, there's two different political beliefs, and all you know have their their points, and and that's okay. It doesn't mean that we're enemies. Mm. It just means that we don't agree, and and ultimately. We have, we want to see. And there's truth in both sides. Yes. Because, because both candidates right now, they have ambition. Mm. Like we all have ambition. Sure. Um, our, our ambition with this podcast is to stir up conversations so that people actually have face-to-face conversations and yeah, reform play this their perspective. for somebody else. 
Send yeah. this to somebody else. Shoot, shoot it to them and, and comment, right. you know, reach, reach out to us. We want to have conversations and dialogue. We're, yeah. we're, we're pleased that you're listening to this, uh, you know, right now, but send it to somebody else. Right. Let this be a conversation starter for you and somebody Absolutely. else. You know, think about this at night, you know, jot down some notes, mm-hmm. hit us up on, on Facebook and Instagram and, and be a part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, that's a great point that please do that. Please do that. Um, even if you don't agree. Yeah. Right. Cause it's the dialogue, right? Cause yeah. be, let's, let's be yeah. honest. I mean, there is no Republican without a Democrat. Right. <laughs> or, yeah. or, or whatever. Like we need sure. the opposing views to grow. Uh, look at the 12 that Jesus chose. He didn't mm-hmm. choose everybody that, you know, that was, that already had it all together. I mean, they were, that was a rough bunch. Right. And he took them and he made something out of them. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great point. Wow. Well, I hope that um, that this stirs up conversation among you and your family and your friends. I hope it makes you think. Uh, think about the ways, because that's that's what I've been doing, and I know Marcellus, we talk about this all the time. We think about how could I be loving people better? Like, how can I be a better example of love? How can I truly listen to someone and hear their story and get to know them, hear, learn their truths so that I can love them? It should cause you to want to be better Mm. and that's that's what we're really trying to do with this and so yeah again please share this with someone that you know uh who hasn't listened um and i hope it challenges them and hopefully it can cause a conversation you know that you can sit down have some coffee and talk about it and hear each other's perspectives hear each other's backgrounds and stories and and learn from each other and not say you know, well, I'm right and you're wrong and that's it. And we're enemies now. You know what I mean? Like there's just so much more to it. Um, and I encourage you to have empathy with, with other people, even if they're doing things and believing things that are against what you believe, um, to try to have empathy and understand the why behind what they're doing. Um, because there's always a why there's always a reason. And it may not be uh, it might might be hard to understand from your viewpoint from where you're standing, but maybe that just means you have to get up and look from a different viewpoint. Mm. And that takes action, and it takes courage, and it takes patience. It takes all of those things, but you got to get up and do it to truly love someone. So I hope this challenges you. And um, again, thank you for joining us, and I hope you join us next time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for sharing, um, you know, in this journey that is the Reform Perspective podcast. And um, again, you know, we welcome your comments, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks. See you. Thank you for listening to The Reformed Perspective with Marcellus Howard and Dan Hendrickson. Music by The Revived. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook.